0: Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassie-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Tom with us. Hello, Tom.
1: Hi, uh, how are you doing? You're right?
0: Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to uh, share your story with us.
1: Pleasure. Yeah, why not? It's always good to share uh, experiences.
0: Definitely. So tell us a bit about your business, Tom.
1: Uh, so I have Tom Mobile Designs, which I've been doing since 2011, um, which is basically all things graphic design um, wrapped up in marketing Uh, free marketing advice as well so it's everything from your branding your packaging websites uh, signage all all those sorts of things and but alongside that you get plenty of marketing advice for free uh, along the way which is uh, quite a nice quite a nice bonus for for quite a a few of my clients definitely definitely
0: so share your story how did you get started What, what was your journey like
1: Yes, so I did graphic design at university, um, and I think quite a few people at university they're not they're not even very sure if they if they want to do it or if they're any any good at it. Um, and I managed to bag myself a, a YCN national uh, sort of student design award, um, which was lovely and made me sort of think actually maybe I am all right at this. Um, but I didn't really start. Feeling sort of liberated and able to design sort of uh, my way and and feel comfortable with it until I was actually outside of university and outside of grades. And I've spoken to other people who are you know fine art um, illustration especially um, who just say that until they leave, they're not actually happy in their creative flow and 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 what they're producing because it's very. I mean, although you can pick what you want to do, it's. It is very driven by grades and someone else's opinion. Whereas when you get it to yourself, you're there and you've got your clients. It's your deadlines. It's it's your uh, quote. Um, and it's very much more business driven and people driven. And that's where I'm much, much more comfortable. So, um, yeah, I did, uh, did uh, that university in Falmouth. Uh, got myself a degree, um, took a little few months break, and then decided that I was going to get into it. And um, I started as a job in signage, and um, I don't know what you sort of think it's just <laughs> signage is like the lowest form of design, and that's what I thought coming out of university. I thought, oh god, it's a nightmare, but actually, um, it was quite good because you have a very short time frame to, to turn around an idea. Um, you have zero margin for error because if you make a millimeters or you know millimeter error, then you basically the the whole project is blown and and the, all the profit's gone. Um, and you get people coming in um, and they might have something just drawn on the back of a bag packet almost, and you've got to turn that into a perfect vector graphic to then go and be used for signage and also some quite a lot of people come to you and they haven't they don't have a logo they they barely have a company name. And you've got to sort of turn all of that around for them. So that was good practice for working with small businesses. But then I was also doing all the signage for Gunwolf Keys and dealing with the likes of land securities and Babcock and Powell Corporation and BA systems. So you're working with people who have very, very detailed, huge style branding guidelines. Um, So what I thought was going to be rubbish actually turned out to be really, really valuable going forwards.
0: Fabulous. Now, one of the things I th- I think is really important is design can make all the difference to a company, but it's often seen as yeah. invisible.
1: Yeah. Um, design can, and I think I think tone of voice is is, is huge as well. Um, that is a that is a big one, and and just but trying to basically. Understand your client, understand their needs, understand the, the, what, the, what their audience needs and in what, in what order and, and to prioritize that for your client. I think just being able to um, help your client to understand what their brand voice is. Quite often I get jobs coming forward and people don't really have any idea as to who they are. They know what they want to do. They know who they are as people, but they can't get an identity for their company. And then by going through the branding process, by talking to them, by, by highlighting who their audience are and what their audience needs or expects, um, and going through a branding process, then by the end of it, they have a really good idea of exactly who they are as a company and what their identity is. And therefore, everything that they produce thereafter has a consistency and a a brand voice which they're really proud of and hopefully it should really represent them um and the same goes for large large companies as well it's got to be representative of that what they do day to day and how they interact with society as well as their customers as well yes um
0: so if i'm a business so yeah so if I'm, a
1: well, I was going oh, to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Well, I was going to say, you're how, how did I get started? And it was with signage. But funny stuff, <laughs> funny story. Um, the business advisor for that company um, was also on my uh, mum's head of governors at her school, and he turned round to me one day and he said, pulled me aside, he said, "I'm going to make you redundant tomorrow." I was like, "What?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm going to make you redundant." He said, you shouldn't be here. These guys are actually going to go under within a week. And I'm going to make you redundant tomorrow. Um, And I was like, are you serious? He said, yeah, but don't worry. I'm going to take you for breakfast in the morning. I'm going to tell you how to run your own business. (laughs) (laughs) So he makes me redundant one day, takes me for breakfast the next day, tells me how to quote, how to price myself, how to run a business, how it all works. All these things I have no idea about, because I have to say university is very great for creative thinking, utterly useless for getting you prepared for business. I had no idea. So I think that's if you get a design course, which which is going to focus on a bit of bit how to invoice, how to quote, what you know, what the ta- tax ramifications are, all these things. You just didn't have a clue. Um, so he went through that, took me for breakfast, told me what I should do, and and uh, off, off I went. Um and he sort of gave me some clients along the way as well. So that's really that's how I got TomoBoard design started. So
0: oh, excellent! And we yeah. all need someone like that every now and again, just to sort yeah,
1: of- give you a huge kick up the backside yeah. and don't <laughs> really give you a choice. You know, there's a deep end in you get. So yeah, it was one of them.
0: Excellent. So what I was going to ask was, so if yeah. I'm a business owner and I'm thinking I could do yeah. some rebrandings and redesign, and mm-hmm. how and you and like you said, I think a lot of people kind of have a vague idea of what they they want to portray but yeah have it concrete yet what could they do sometimes yeah yeah what could they do to help really sort of hone that down so when they come to talk to somebody like yourself they're going to get a lot more mileage from it
1: yeah um I mean, sometimes it's nice for someone like myself to deal with someone who doesn't have an opinion and they don't know. And it's a real blank canvas and you can sort of explain it all to them from the beginning. Um, sometimes, though, yeah, if you do want to sort of create a bit of an idea and have a bit of thought about it, um, I think you've got to look at yourself a bit. I mean, you've, you are trying to get something that represents you. You have to look at it every day you know your branding you have to look at that every day you have to work with it every day you have to be proud of it um, i always say to people when they say to me um, oh I don't, I don't i don't really use business cards i said yeah but have you got a business card you're proud of they say no well, i said well if you had a business card that you were proud of you would be handing it out all the time so and it's the same thing with your with your business and the same thing with your company i think if you if you have something that rep- is representative of you and what you're doing then then it's all it's all good I think not looking over the fence is a good thing as well I think I don't think it's actually healthy to be looking over at the Joneses next door who are a similar company and sort of saying oh yeah but they do it like this they do it like that the only thing you're going to get from that is you're going to be on par with them you're never going to supersede them um and you're almost going to um just sort of veer in towards the same sort of thing that as them um and actually what you're better off doing is sort of looking over the fence just briefly and say okay uh-huh that's what they do right fine moving on put that aside then put that way aside i mean other than obviously you wouldn't want to have exact similar branding and the exact same color as your competition other than that i think you're better off just going what do we do well what and i don't like usp but sometimes you do have to look at your services look at what you do really well and look at what you do better than other people uh, or just look at what you do that your clients love look at some of your reviews and your testimonials what do those reviews and testimonials have in common what's consistent throughout all of those things
0: so it sounds like um, you're almost constructing a story of the company the person
1: yeah I think that's that's is a good good way to do it but and and also you know when I do branding projects, I don't ask for people to tell me, let's say someone is in construction. I don't want to know their top five construction logos or or brands that they I don't know want to know about dewalt drills or anything like that. I want to know what they wear at home, what do they wear, what do they go and buy from the shop, what do they drive, what bike do they do they use, what sunglasses do they have? you know it's those things that are intrinsic to their life because then you get an idea of what their values are as people so if you have brands that are quite flamboyant and have a lot of flair well then that might be what they're into if you have things that are just robust and strong and consistent and are not going to break and be reliable then it's those sorts of values and attributes that you can put into their branding and that's why when I give people solutions they love it it's not an accident they love it because I've intentionally tapped into who they are as people and given them something which is going to represent them well as people as well as a as a business I think so I love that
0: uh, what's coming through is one of the things you said you know when you're at university wasn't quite sure were not quite happy with designs but now you are and what's coming through hmm. is there's a philosophy behind what you do
1: yeah yeah I think so um and it's it's about understanding the people And that's really, that's where I I don't think I'm the most incredible designer. I don't think I'm really that arty at all. I'm not a creative person. I'm a problem solver. So I see it as this is the client. This is the, this is their industry. This is the problem they're having and they need a solution. Um, So I'm very problem solving driven. And um, yeah, I think it's all about people and understanding people and being able to communicate with people um rather than creating a fantastic looking solution it's
0: not about that no absolutely so what
1: would be your... if you can do that as well it's a bonus of oh, course, well, of course <laughs> you know, being a designer but that's not how you get to the end goal you
0: know? no no um and I, I think so great design does solve problems yeah and we, we can see that around us it's a well-designed item becomes part of somebody's lifestyle
1: yeah, hugely. I mean, I'm dealing with it all the time in, uh, in websites. You know, I have somebody at the moment whose uh, booking process and their whole process with dealing with their clients is so slow. It's very labor intensive. It's eating up all their time. And we're going to create a uh, online solution for them uh, through a website, uh, e-commerce solution, which is going to cut all of that way way down i would say maybe like it will take them an eighth or a quarter of the time that it will take them at the moment that's huge um in terms of their productivity um And the way that we're going to be doing that is by really, really carefully thinking about their client's user journey and user experience. So when they arrive, what do they want to do first? Well, they want to do this. Okay, well, let's cut out 95% of this irrelevant information for them and give them the 5% that they're interested, but also give them an opportunity to upsell and notice other things on offering that are still relevant to them. So yeah it designs hugely important and it's about seeing it as a puzzle like that and saying well this is the most effective solution for you and for your needs and actually you don't need that and don't sell it to them if they don't need it that's the other thing
0: what you've just said there is very powerful where you know you have what you need there to make the experience user-friendly yeah Uh, i had uh, some friends of mine the eisenberg brothers who um we did a test where they took 20 people, gave them the money. So it said, buy a red jumper from any website you want. And only okay. six of them brought a red jumper. The rest gave up. And they would have got a free red jumper.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so what you just that said, I mean, there okay. is
0: really powerful.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's, I'd, I'd have taken the free jumper, personally.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be, if somebody's thinking of their website, because websites are important in this day and age
1: yeah yeah especially three, at
0: the moment top three tips
1: for for website for what for what element? For the website yes um okay i'll put you on the spot uh, you have a bit but it's all right i can do that so they when when your audience arrives there's no good saying bye now or we do this or, this is how great we are um you're better off having a message along the lines of we understand you and now here's what we're offering you so you have a marketing message with a nice photo for example that says this is what this is this is your issue or this is your problem you're having or or, or uh just even something that looks great that is going to um that's going to suit that their customers tastes um and immediately the customer goes ah i'm at the right place now let's start shopping um whereas if they arrive and they just go sell then you just oh christ okay that's a bit intense um and you're making demands of me straight away i only just met you um it's that sort of a that's that sort of thing um i think the other thing um is just consult an SEO expert don't don't get involved with yell don't get involved with anyone and and don't don't have don't choose wix altogether because there's seo is terrible um but so f- you know, if somebody doesn't know what seo Squarespace, is, Squarespace, is what is it uh, so, sorry so search engine optimization so basically how you're going to get found on google found. so um your website is is full of content and keywords that people will search for and if you've got lots of those words then you're going to pop up and if you write in good blogs as well, then you're more likely to be found and things like that. So, In fact, that's something I'll come on to in a sec. Um, but yes, the, uh, consult an SEO expert and, and don't get bogged down. Don't get Wix because it's bad for SEO and don't get bogged down with companies like Yale and companies offering you, you know, pay us this month, a month, and we'll get you on the first page. No, just find a one-man band or an SEO company locally to you who you can sit down and have a coffee with and who you can get a relationship with and trust and 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 pay them maybe every, what, three months, six months, however much you want to pay within a period, you can arrange it with them and they'll do so much. And if you're seeing a return on investment, well, then you might as well spend more with them. And if you get someone good, you will see a return on investment. Um, and then, yeah, finally, I think people sometimes forget that um, you are... It's rare that someone will arrive on a homepage when they find your website. So, if you're blogging well, for example, um, so it's a good example. Okay, so I did a blog about Brewdog once upon a time. Um, and people were finding my website through this blog about Brewdog. They weren't landing on my homepage, they were landing on the blog I did about Brewdog and they were reading about that. And then they were giving me inquiries for beer packaging and labels because I'd written this this article about Brewdog uh, in the early days when they were just getting getting going. So people were finding me through that, coming in, and, and I now work with loads of craft beer and breweries because of that blog that I wrote many moons ago. Um, so just by writing blogs, um, I think people sort of think if you do a service about... If you, do, um, if you offer someone a service, they're not going to come into your homepage when they search for that service. So they might put, you know, service A in location B, okay, right. into Google. They're not going to come in on your homepage. They're probably going to find more likely, if you've written a blog about that service that you do offer in location B, they're more likely to find that blog and come in through the blog to the rest of the website rather than just arriving on your homepage. So I think blog definitely blog about specific things you offer um, for sure is, is always going to be good. Um, yeah. Fabulous, think, Excellent.
0: Uh, and what I loved about that is that your philosophy of people first showed through on those tips. You started off with think about the person coming to yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah.
0: Fabulous. So if Thomas, so if there was uh, somebody thinking that they would like to maybe have a rebrand or some design work doing, and they, like the sound of your philosophy and your approach how would they contact you
1: uh just via the website so um i um I'm in sussex so sussex hampshire surrey sort of sort of area so you can uh, find me on uh, www tobdesigns.co.uk or tomobordesigns.co.uk we've got both of those um and you can email me info at tobdesigns.co.uk um and yeah you find all my details on on the website as well and on most social media platforms i do sort of i kind of feel like twitter's dying i don't think i'm um I'm not a big enough celebrity and I'm not controversial enough and more outspoken enough to be on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I think that it's, that's what it's for these days. It's, um, <clears throat> I think certain industries, it's great, but I myself, I'm, I've, I've, I've given up. I'm enjoying Instagram a lot more at the moment.
0: All right. Fabulous. Fabulous. Thank you. And we'll put your details on our website. So somebody can find you indirectly from our blog to to your
1: website. Yeah. Lovely. Well, there you go. You see, yeah, coming through the blog. That's how it works. Well,
0: thank you for sharing your story and your insights with us today, Tom.
1: It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Excellent. And if you know of anybody, any business owners that would like to appear on the podcast, please do let
1: me know. Yeah, we'll do. Absolutely. I'll pass on to a few people.
0: Thanks, Guy. Uh, Guys, um, until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Take care and see you next podcast. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners, such as the Funding Platform. The FSB funding platform offers FSB members direct access to hundreds of business funding options with a single application. We help you find the right funding for your business, saves you precious time and lower the overall cost of the finance. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.